Hello and welcome to D23 Inside Disney, the show that gives you a look at the latest Disney news and a peek at the people who make the magic at the Walt Disney Company. I'm D23's Jeffrey Epstein. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And we're your hosts who will take you Inside Disney. Yay, we're back together. Hooray. <laughs> Loved our road trip. It was so much fun. It was great. I am still at a loss for words when people <laughs> go... I watched it, but I, you know, what was it really like? What have you guys? I mean, for those who missed it, we were at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and we rode Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. And like Jeffrey said, lost for words, just the most incredible experience. I like didn't even know like the technical terms to like describe it to people. These things and they were so big and I'm like animatronics. Hi, duh. (laughs) I was just like lost my whole life. I was like, what is happening here? I totally understand. I like when people ask me to describe it, I basically tell them it's every sort of attraction except a water ride. Yeah, that's true. It's got it all. (laughs) I don't know. I was crying a lot, so it felt like a water ride to me. (laughs) That's Um. true. My only regret that day was I didn't have a Ronto wrap. Oh. Uh, We have to go back. Yeah, exactly. I think a vet really, like, you know, a vet, when a vet said, a vet Nicole Brown, you can actually see her. You can go to d23.com. You can still catch the Mm -hmm. video podcast, our first ever. But when a vet said prior to that, Day, her favorite attraction was Honda Mansion, but now Rise of the Resistance. Oh yeah, it really is every amazing thing you love about an attraction mm-hmm. in rolled up into one, and yet it's still it's not like a crazy roller coaster. Families can go on it. I that I think is great. Yeah, totally. There is a seatbelt though, which you should know. So there yes. is a little bit of a thrill. I'll say that much. <laughs> yes, a little thrill. <laughs> a little thrill, just the right amount. Yep. And even with John Lorena explaining it to us. I was still so surprised. I know. And I mean, okay, so we got to ride it twice. And I feel like the second time was a completely different experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure the third and the fourth and the tenth and the hundredth will be that way too. Absolutely. So did you guys do anything fun in Disney over the weekend? Well, I saw that Disney Plus had posted videos of all of the Disney and Marvel and Star Wars references from The Simpsons. Those are so funny. Yeah. It's like a super cut of all of these references (laughs) because The Simpsons is so referential. So it was cool to see all of the Disney references in one. So that inspired me to just marathon a bunch of Simpsons episodes on Disney Plus this weekend. Good call. Yeah. Speaking of Disney Plus, Jose Zalea's episode of One Day at Disney aired last week, and he's going to be our guest later today. I'm so excited about this. His job is so cool. Character design. Yeah. Over the weekend, I watched Jojo Rabbit from Ooh. Searchlight, which nominated for, I think, six Academy Awards. Wow. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. It was so good. It was funny, but it had a lot of heart. I mm-hmm. give it two thumbs up. So There's very excited. Nothing Taika Waititi can't do. Agree. Agree. <laughs> it's on my list for pre-Oscars watching. I will be flying off to Orlando uh, this week and weekend to see my pal Heidi Blickenstaff perform Yay! at the Epcot Festival of the Arts. See her and Gavin Lee. I'm going to try to catch Kara Lindsay and Kevin Massey. Essentially, I'm just going to try to see every Broadway performer who's there within <laughs> the very small window I'm there. But wow. I can't wait. I'm going to ride the Skyliner. Ooh, I'm going to yeah. eat my way through the Festival of the Arts. Yay. There's that new uh, Festival of the Arts cupcake that mm-hmm. literally, you open it up and it looks like a rainbow exploded of magical joy, sugar, <laughs> and happiness. Delicious. Oh my gosh. Bring us back some. Yeah, I'm right on top of that. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here. Confirmation. Well, in other parks news, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse debuted their brand new Lunar New Year inspired 
designer outfits at Disney California Adventure Park and Shanghai Disneyland. Have you seen those pictures? They're so cute. They're so so cute. cute. I want to match them when I go. And so stunning. So these outfits were designed by an award-winning couture fashion designer who is also designed for the Met Gala. And she's known for her Chinese embroidery. And it's very intricate and very detailed. And you can see that in what Mickey and Minnie wear. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope they make that in my size. I would (laughs) love to spill on it immediately. It's so fabulous. I'd just spill stain something oh. all right <laughs> well we should be heading back to disneyland to see those before the lunar new year wraps up there yeah. yes absolutely and there's all kinds of lunar new year merch there too that features this design so you can get a red envelope set a t-shirt and then over at shanghai disney resort they have a plush set of mickey and minnie in their attire oh how long do i have till february 8th February 9th ish here at Disneyland and February 8th at Shanghai Disney Resort. Okay, well, I definitely want to go to Shanghai, so let me. There's time. (laughs) Road on that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of flying to new and fun places, Mm -hmm. over at Alani at Disney Resort and Spa, Duffy's new friend, Cookie Ann, has made her debut. Guys, I think maybe. She is the Disney character I relate to most. <laughs> and okay. I just found out about her. So she is described as food loving. Oh, That's you. Yeah. Check. Yeah, check. Yes. And she wears a lot of florals. Check. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing florals. No, no. Not right now. Not right now. But it may but be that I, you're floral on the inside. Floral on the inside. If you're in Hawaii, that's all you're wearing. Exactly. So. Have you been to Elani before? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Twice. So jealous of both it's, of you. Uh, you haven't been? I have Wait, not been. What? I know. What? <laughs> this is historic. Okay. You've got to trade one time for a cruise for Elani. Yes. Just once. <sighs> All Just right. one place. It's like right out there, like six hours we'll from see. here. We'll Just see. out there. It seems so up your alley. You've got to go. Okay. Well, Jeffrey, when you go, you've got to say hi to our pal, Cookie Ann. I will. <laughs> and her cookies and cupcakes. Yes, all of her baked goods. Mm. Mahalo. <laughs> all right, we have to talk about Freeform because they announced some new programming this week at the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour. So this is a series I'm excited about. Uh, it's produced by Jessica Beale. It's called Last Summer. So this mm. is like a 90s thriller. It takes place over Ooh. three summers in a small Texas town where a popular teen goes missing, which is always a fun little uh, I'm place to start. Well, I was going to say, well, both of you, Texas, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm right. in. I didn't do it. Um, Gronish is getting a fourth TBD. season. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited about that. Yeah. Good Trouble is getting a third season. And there is a new comedy called Everything's Gonna Be Okay. This is about a 20-something going through a lot. Father's death with his half-sisters. He's trying to navigate autism, parenthood, grief, adolescence. This is a lot going on in this show. Siren, which was the most watched show on Freeform last year, has a season three premiere date. That's going to start Thursday, April 2nd. So looking forward to that one. And of course, sooner than that, we're all getting ready for Valentine's Day. And so is Freeform. Well, you guys are. (laughs) As Jeffrey Eye Rolls. This is Freeform's Valentine's Day themed event. Love however the FF you want. This is eight nights starting Saturday, February 8th. So we're very excited about the thing about Harry. That's Freeform's original Valentine's Day film. It's going to premiere Saturday, February 15th at 8 o'clock. We've previewed that before on the podcast, Mm -hmm. if you'll remember that. My pal Peter Page. Yes. directing it Ooh, very excited and love however the ff you want is also going to see the freeform debuts of deadpool pitch perfect 2 and the other woman <laughs> great so in other television news our friends over at national geographic made some big announcements last week too first of all brain games which just debuted with keegan michael key has already been renewed for a second season Woo-hoo. 
Already had Kristen Bell, Dax Shepard, Ted Danson. Love, love, love. And cannot wait. Tom Hanks is going to be on an upcoming <gasps> oh, episode. Love That's him. Big. Ahead of its season finale, Running Wild with Bear Grylls is also picked up for another season. And this season already has already featured Brie Larson, Channing Tatum, Zachary Quinto, and Crocodiles. <laughs> Gotta have those. But my favorite announcement coming out of National Geographic's press tour is Limitless because yes. it stars... Thor. Oh my God. Chris Hemsworth's going to be on this new show that explores how we can live healthier and smarter and longer lives, but in a fun way that only Thor could do. And there's going to be six extraordinary challenges showing how to fight aging at every stage of life. And I love that he says he was basically convinced to volunteer to be a human guinea pig for this. Because apparently these are very, very intense challenges. So he's going to be meeting with scientists and people like that while he is tackling all sorts of things like regenerating damage, maximizing strength, building resistance, shocking the body. Like all of these things sound absolutely terrible to me. I hate going to the gym as it is, but I will watch this show. This is my lane of like docu anything. Anything about all of this is just I just get into it for like a whole weekend. I'm really excited. You've got to try this challenge. Yeah. Speaking of challenges. This has nothing to do with the challenge. Uh, Okay. Disney Plus has renewed the world according to Jeff Goldblum for a 10-episode second season, which is great news. I absolutely love this show. And Friday is going to be the end of season one. So any favorites from the season? Because I really liked the ice cream episode. I like the sneakers episode. That was the first one. It was really fun to watch. Such a good one. But very exciting news there. We're so excited to have one of the incredible talents featured in One Day at Disney, the book, and just this past week on the streaming series on Disney Plus with us today. He is a character designer for Disney Television Animation. So welcome to the podcast, Jose Zalea. Really happy to be here with you guys. So excited to have you here. We have so much to talk about <laughs> with this. Do. And I I feel like I just watched your episode because it was so moving. But you grew up in El Salvador, which we learned in the piece. But you knew you wanted to work for Mickey Mouse. So how did that dream go from a dream to reality? Well, you know, as a kid, I did believe that I was going to be an animator. And I did believe I was going to work for Mickey Mouse. Uh, long story short, growing up, I... Love drawing, not only Mickey Mouse, but other, my friends, etc. Somewhere along the line, I, I forgot I wanted to work for Disney and, you know, as a kid. And then during high school, I, I mean, I stumbled back into art again. And high school was when I least believed I could make work for Disney, you know. But there were, like, people who believed in me, like my high school teacher and Miss World would always push me on to take this test do this 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 is a art contest which got me back in track into animation and wanted to pursue my career yeah i mean it can't be easy to go from el salvador to (laughs) los angeles doing what you do yeah what i'm trying to say is that it was never on my mind this is what i want to do somewhere along the line i kind of like veered off into wanting to do other things like i wanted to be a pilot and i wanted to be a lot of things but there were people sure you wanted to be a toaster (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah just Imagine that. You I can, can definitely draw that. I'm going to draw that of you. <laughs> we can make it happen. You can be anything. That's what yeah. they say. <laughs> so, you've worked on a lot of animated series that are extensions of films. Lion King, Lilo and Stitch, Emperor's New Groove, Pull the Lever. Um, <laughs> what, what steps do you take to maintain the consistency of the character from movie to TV show? Because sometimes the look and feel will change and sometimes it'll be consistent. When I first look at a show, that's, for example, 
and produce a new group, like you said, right? Um, what I try to do is simplify the artwork so it um, it can be animated best because it's going to be animated at a other studio other than Disney, you know, like a studio partner and all that. So we try to design it um, for them so it animates well and and but I'm, the biggest challenge is to keep the personality and the characters. Mm. You know? Have you had a favorite character that you've animated? Well, that I design my favorite character design is God. I have so many. There's Bunga. There's Angel from Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Angel is the pink. And Bunga's guy. from the Lion Guard. And we Langa, should say. Yeah, La- La- Bunga's from the Lion Guard, and um, La- Bunga is just so adorable to me because his little voice and his cheeks, and it's just every time I see him, he's just so pleasing to watch. And every show that I work, I try to um, always focus on the eye candy character, which is the one people want, are going to be most attracted to. And those are pretty much the characters I'm mostly like. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, drawn to. The eye candy character. The <laughs> well, I love candy. that next time I watch. Yeah. I, someone like Angel, which was a character not in the movie, but now I know lots of people who love Angel. My niece knows who Angel is, even though the character was not in the movie. So it's great to be able to create new characters who, or work on new characters who now then become just as beloved mm-hmm. in many ways. Man, like uh, Angel. I mean, I didn't. I had no idea I was going to see Angel all over the. The parks, you know, kids holding her and everything. Oh, it's amazing. It must be surreal. Little, it is. It is surreal. And it just feels really nice to be part of that magic. You yeah. Know? Mm. Well, what show are you working on right now? I am working on Mickey Mouse Mixed Up Adventures. And again, it's working with Mickey Mouse and the gang. And as always, it is such an honor to work on these characters that are going to live, outlive us. Yeah. yeah, that's such a good show, by the way. I have a toddler, and from the other room the other day, I heard, no, Mickey, no, and he's barely talking. He was watching that show. <laughs> so I love it. Oh, yeah. Mickey is such an iconic character, our, our most iconic character. So obviously that means people have a lot of faith in you and your skills. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been doing it for wow, quite a while now, since Mickey, what is it, Mickey's Clubhouse, mm-hmm. yeah. which is quite some time mm-hmm. ago, and... Um, I just work with incredible people, and it just roughs off, to be honest. <laughs> well, you were a part of One Day at Disney, the book and the series, as was our friend Candace here. Yay! High five! <laughs> <laughs> what page are you on? <laughs> 60. Yeah, I want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to bring it with me so you can sign it. Yeah, please. same. So, what was it like when you found out you were going to be a part of the project? Well, first, I had no idea how big this was going to be. I just thought, oh, first of all, I was really nervous. Like, why me? What am I going to say? What do I have to say? What's my story like? And uh, for me, it has been rediscovering where I come from, who I was and who I am. And also, it helps me set up new goals as well. And uh, it's brought me closer to my family, to my friends from work, from my coworkers. It's been a really wonderful experience, you know. Sometimes... um, some people need a push and inspiration, and little did I know that I could help out in that, you know, like with my students or like people that I mentor who before would be like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I can do it, I don't know if I can make it, and for them to see somebody Hispanic and same on screen telling their story, it's kind of they can connect with, and it's just amazing what it does, you know. Mm. It's just incredible to be part of that, to be honest. 
Yeah, <laughs> same for me. Um, how was it watching your actual episode on Disney Plus? I don't know when mine's airing. Did you know? Or were you just like, I, oh my gosh, I had I no idea That's when it so was cool. airing. <laughs> All these stories have been amazing. I can't wait to see yours, to be honest. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, I had no idea. I came by surprise, and I was very present. And since it was a mo- mother and son thing, it just moved me so much because, you know, we all have a mother and it's just the most special special person in the world to all of us, mm-hmm. you know. And so it made me appreciate my where I come from, my mom, my dad, my brother and sister, just what's important in life, you know. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. Well, it was such a moving story. <laughs> but, so you've been at Disney for more than 20 years. Why is the company special to you? You know, what is the shows we work on? I think I look younger than I am, and it's because I work on shows that are happy, right? Like, So when you're drawing happy characters, like positive characters, like Mickey, Minnie, and, and all these brands, you have to be happy yourself. Same goes if I'm drawing a bad character. I have to kind of like act them out. But for the most part, Disney is positive. And it gives me like happy wrinkles, you know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and also it's, it, it, my crews, I mean, the people I work for, they all come into Disney with this attitude of, you know, magic, you know, like, and, and so it rubs off onto you. And the people I work with are like my family, to be honest with you. You know, I spend more time with them than my own family. Mm-hmm. So all this time, Disney's been home to me. Yeah. yeah. So over the last two decades, how have you grown as a designer here at Disney? First of all, I have great mentors, and art is the kind of field where you never stop learning. There's always something new, and Disney seems to always be ahead of the game. Disney is always innovative and uses really good technology, and it's always step a, a step ahead over the other studios. So for me, it's um, wow. For me, it's just an honor to be working for Disney. Disney is like the pinnacle of. Uh, of this industry and I'm, I'm like having to be you know drawing Mickey Mouse and it's just like wow it's just incredible feeling incredible reality yeah and we've talked about all of these amazing characters so I have to ask this is a tough question probably but what's your favorite Disney animated movie <gasps> it keeps changing that's okay oh. okay so what's your current favorite uh, my current favorite one oh man uh, let me go back man just just Bambi, Dumbo keep popping into my head when you ask me that question. They're both such great examples of incredible character design, too. Those two movies. And very different styles, too. They they made such a mark as a child. Like, those were, like, the one that really, like, like, I really adored. I mean, watching Bambi, it inspired me to go outside and play and see if I can, like, see bunnies and things like that, you know? So, (laughs) yeah, I would say between Bambi and Dumbo they have to be classic mm. well yeah. Jose we end every interview by asking our guests what their favorite Disney memory is that's probably even harder to answer <laughs> but <laughs> my favorite Disney memory is getting hired at Disney for the first time Aww. and uh, it was just like a dream come true I don't know how I can beat that and um, to be sitting here with you guys actually you know what to be part of like one day at Disney has mm. been the most like incredible memory I've had at Disney and I'm just so happy to be here with you guys and oh we're so happy to have <laughs> yeah. you here I feel totally. like I need to meet your mom now and have her cook and stuff for us after watching <laughs> right? your episode <laughs> <laughs> congratulations really sweet. thank you Appreciate thank you so it. much for being here right it's awesome to be part of the team
He was so great, and I have to say, I cried during his uh, episode mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. I think it's it takes being an adult to actually really appreciate. I mean, the kinds of sacrifices your parents make when you're a young yeah, kid. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for listening to D twenty three Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D twenty three Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D twenty three dot com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.